Hey there, this is Bill Schulteis. I'm the creator of The Coffee House Investor, and my mission is to work with all of you so that together we can help everyone. We can help each other build wealth, ignore Wall Street, and get on with our lives. And if there ever was a time where we need to help each other get on with our lives and focus on our creativity and our ingenuity to beat this coronavirus that's impacting our nation and our world, now's the time. Today I want to share with you a few thoughts that I have taken with me over the past 20 years in working with coffeehouse investors. And if it resonates with you, I want you to consider sharing it with someone in your life who may be struggling a little bit with their portfolios. They've been putting their money, their hard-earned money into the stock market and over the last month they've seen it drop maybe 20, 30 or 40 percent. And they're saying, you know what? I can't figure out this stock market thing. I'm going to put my money under a mattress. For coffeehouse investors, we recognize that in the short run, the stock market is extremely volatile and it's volatile because it is driven largely by the emotions of investors. It has nothing to do with the productivity of the underlying companies. Longer term, the stock market has been a wonderful mechanism for reflecting the productivity of human beings and it's been a pretty darn good investment. Now, the question might be, well, how do I know which companies are right for me? There's four, over 4,000 companies out there. There's probably that many actively managed mutual funds out there to choose from. Which ones are the best one for me? And which ones do I know are going to perform the best over time? You do a simple search on YouTube, how to invest in the stock market. And all it does is talk about picking this hot stock and that hot stock. Let's look at how we can maximize our returns in the stock market. For coffeehouse investors, there's at least three ways to invest in the stock market. The first way is you can go out and try to pick the hot stocks. The second way is you can give your money to a professional stock picker. More often than not, it's through an actively managed mutual fund and that person can do the stock picking for you. The third way is that you can pick all the stocks. You can pick the good, the bad, and the everything in between. And that's easily accomplished through a portfolio of low-cost index funds or passively managed funds. So here's a portfolio of individual stocks. You can recognize a lot of those companies that are based here in the Northwest. The second way is you can give that your money to a professional stock picker, and they may broaden their search a little bit. But here's where things get interesting, because you would think that professional stock pickers could do enough research and beat the stock market average because they're spending all the time looking for good companies and avoiding the bad companies. But because the stock market is relatively efficient, the irony of, in, of investing is that the large majority of professional stock pickers historically have underperformed the benchmark. Over the last 10 years, 87%, almost nine out of 10, actively managed mutual funds in the large cap domestic space have underperformed the S&P 500 index. Now Wall Street says, well, that's okay, but we want you to focus on those actively managed funds that beat the stock market average. And coffeehouse investors readily admit that you can beat the market. But that's not the question. The question is, what is the price you pay to try and beat the market and fail? Statistically, it's a very expensive attempt at trying to maximize your returns in the stock market. In my book, I create a little game called Ot Fox the Box. I share with the reader, here's 10 boxes. In the first box, it has $1,000 in it. 
the 10th box has $10,000 in it. Which box are you going to choose? Well, logic would say that you're going to choose the $10,000 box. It's a no-brainer. But let's change that scenario just a little bit. Let's say that I share with you that one box has $8,000, but you have to guess at where the other boxes are. Well, logic would say that you're going to choose the $8,000 box. It's a no-brainer. You can choose the $10,000 box, but it's probably not worth your chance of trying and failing. That's the same thing with building a portfolio of common stocks. You may be able to beat the stock market average over time, but your chances are slim and the price you pay is horribly expensive. So just capture as much of the stock market's return as you can through low stock index funds and get on with your life. There's three benefits uh, when you invest in low-cost index or passively managed funds. There's three benefits. The first benefit is that you maximize your returns in the stock market, as we just found out by playing that simple game. The second benefit is it allows you to focus on financial planning issues that matter most of all, which for most of us is if we're working, how much we save, if we're retired, how much we spend. And then the third benefit of investing in the stock market instead of picking individual companies, you invest in its entire return through low-cost index funds, is it allows you to get on with your life. You have the stock market, your portfolio might be down 20, 30, 40%, but you have the confidence that you're doing the right thing. You're making the right decisions with that, your investments in that asset class. And that allows you to get on with your life. Hey, this is Bill Schulteis. I'm the creator of The Coffee House Investor. I'll catch you next week.